episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey lads, how are you? Hey, how's it going, man? How are you doing? Yeah, good. Really good. Uh, where are you guys? It sounds like you're uh, on the road. We are. We are. Uh, we have a day off today in Toledo, Ohio. Oh, awesome. All right, so, so how's this tour? Is it the um, summer sat? Is it summer sadness tour? Is it, what's the sad-, sad summer? Sad summer fest. Yeah. Yep. How's that? Go- how's that been going? Because I saw some pictures and it looks insane. It's uh, it's been really amazing so far. I mean, the turnouts have been really great. Uh, the, you know, we've toured with a lot of these bands before, so it's it feels like we're right at home. And uh, you know, it's been a hot quite a few days, but overall, it's been a really great summer tour. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting that it's your summer over here while we're freezing our asses yeah. off down here in Australia. I know it's so hard to remember, and the part I can't get over is that you guys have like a warm Christmas. Yes, it gets and the rest of the true. world singing about a white Christmas and sledding and all this shit, and y'all are just sitting there in your shorts and and your button-up shirts at the beach. Blows my mind every time. It's weird. It is weird because we sing all those those well, you know, those Christmas carols about the snow and shit. It doesn't make any sense. No, no sense. But um. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it looks like, you know, from the crowds of that, that tour that you're on, the Sad Summer Fest, that, you know, it's all happening again. You guys are out there having a blast. You've got this new album that's just absolutely killing it. You know, how's how's the reactions to being to those new tracks out there on the road? It's been really good. Uh, we, we noticed for the first time, la- well, not wow, almost said last month, uh, back in May, it's August now, so not last month. Uh, back in May, we went to the UK and mainland Europe, and we, for the first time, got to play Everybody But You live, and it was, like, the loudest song of the night. And we were all blown away. We were like, yo, this is crazy. Like This song just came out. Yeah, song just came out, like, and out, out of my head and Just Sound weren't eliciting those reactions. So, I don't know, we were just like, this is nuts. And that kind of has just been the vibe. Like, people seem to really like the new stuff they seem to really connect with it it seems to go over really good live so we're just pumped yeah it, awesome. it, it feels good that the newest songs are are doing really well and it's it's crazy that uh everybody but you is consistently the loudest song every date of this tour and since we've played it it's even louder than secrets which i didn't really expect uh so it's a really great feeling that's awesome and that new album of course is called kings of the new age I forgot to mention that before, and uh, man, it's it, as you mentioned, it's, it's just absolutely killing it. You're getting out there playing those shows, but you're actually going to be bringing it down here to Australia very, very soon, which uh, I can't wait. It's like a month away. Yeah, something like that. I think we uh, we fly out for rehearsals in about three and a half weeks. So yeah, it's it's coming. Yeah, very exciting. It's been way too long since we've been there, so we're excited to get back. I mean, with these tours, though, do you guys feel that you need to rehearse? 
You know, you can oh, get a little oh. lazy. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's the right shows. It, 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 honestly, it's less about the actual, like, meat of the song and more about, like, the, like, set list and transitions and uh, all that kind of stuff. Like, we can obviously play the songs all day, but to arrange them in a way that's, like, interesting or just, I don't know, cool, for lack of a better term. You know, we have to all sit there and, you know, chat amongst ourselves. Yeah, and it, it honestly, it makes it fun because we get to mess with the arrangements we get to we want everything to be fresh and new for each tour we don't want to just regurgitate the same uh set list over and over um so even if we are going to a different part of the world we want to make sure that you know we're the most well prepared and honestly like uh you know the live performance is the most important part so we don't really want to skimp on that even though we could be lazy and it would still go well but i still feel like I'm glad that we rehearse and change things up and make it more interesting so fans uh, can have something different each state champ show. I like that. I like that attitude because it's, it's a good hang as well. Like you're hanging with the boys, you're having a, having a beer, having a chat, having a jam, you know. It's, exactly. It's yeah. fun. That's what it's about. That's what it's all about. And, of course, uh, you jo- joining you on this Aussie run will be uh, uh, the main paperweight and hot milk who were on, on the Sad Summer Tour with you as well. How's it been on the road with those guys and girl? It's been awesome. Uh, Hot Milk, we have mutual friends. Like, we, we've known of each other, and we didn't really get a chance to ever meet. And I think we finally hung out on the second day of Sad Summer in Anaheim, and it was awesome. It was just straight friendship mode. Uh, they just really like to have a good time and are super stoked to be where they're at, which is impressive. Um, I myself have a hard time existing in the moment, so it's inspiring for me when someone else is and they can kind of help bring me, you know, grounded in this moment instead of wherever else my mind wants to take me. So that that is my big takeaway from them is that they're just so content with being where they are. Was there, was there much of a see you in Australia? before you left you know like fist bump high fives we get to see them tomorrow and we've, we've oh, been talking about or yeah we, yeah we have we actually have one more show on on this tour tomorrow and, and we have been talking about australia and uh han has been telling us about how she wants us to show her around because they haven't been before that's true quite honestly we haven't done a proper tour since i think like 2016 or yeah 15 or 16. Like the the last time we were there was just for Unify Festival, and you know that's obviously down there. What do you guys call it? The bush, like when it's out in the. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's out. It's out in the bush. So we were like, <laughs> we we're like, okay, like there's a, there's a there's a fucking KFC here. Like this isn't really like what I wanted when I when I came t- to here. And it was honestly brutal to do all of that travel for one show. Even though Unified Fest was incredible that year, it was a great way to start out that year's shows. Yeah. Um, Man, traveling to Australia for one show was was difficult. <laughs> yeah, we're all so tired, but it was cool. But yeah, I, I guess what I was trying to say, just like stoked to get a proper tour, be able to hang out in the cities. Uh, I did notice we're not doing that like classic all ages show and then eighteen plus show, double city thing. So I think we're gonna probably have an off day in each city, which is really cool. And I'm looking forward to that as well, yeah, getting awesome. to. Uh, walk around see stuff i feel like the last time we went we didn't really even get to like walk around and do anything i remember yeah. I, I ate at a subway because it was, it was the only thing that was open and i was like <laughs> this, is, 
could do this in America, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're excited to explore. It's been way too long since we've been there. Go get some Australian coffee. Y- y'all oh, really know yeah. how to make a nice a nice cup, a, ni- a nice long black to start my day. Oh, man. <laughs> and find all the KFCs. Is that the plan? Nah, forget about the KFC. Yeah. Listen, man, I live in Ohio, in neighbors, Kentucky. I can get KFC whenever I want. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to go. What's it, what it called? Hungry Jacks? Is that what Burger King is down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we just changed the names for everything. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all got Maccas too, and it's way better than the states. So I'll probably have to hit one of those as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. See, yes, it, sir. Yeah. It, it, well, I mean, we haven't changed the name of McDonald's. It's kind of like uh, in uh, Coming to America, where it's like McDonald's and Mc, was it McDougal's? McDougal's. Where, we just, where we change everything. So. <laughs> yeah, good times. But uh, I th- when you were down here with uh, Five Seconds of Summer as well, weren't you? Yeah, in 2015. That's right. Yeah, which was massive shows. That was a massive arena tour. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was something. It was the first time we had ever played rooms that size or arenas at all. So it was. <laughs> one of the most special tours and they were amazing for taking us on and i think we might be the only band to uh i, I don't remember the name of the arena there in sydney but it was like twenty-one thousand sold out screaming fans <laughs> and then the next night we played to a sold out 400 cap i believe the venue was called the bald face stag oh yeah so we very well may, may be the only band to be to, to, to do one night at that Sydney arena and then go play one of the smallest venues in Sydney as well. <laughs> the literal next day. That's so good. I love that venue. I played there once and it got real messy. Real, real it's messy. It's cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Derek was just doing an interview before this where he was talking about how like the Australian fans bring such chaotic energy in such an awesome way. And it's something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, well, and another thing I want to ask you about uh, is, of course, the new album. You work with Drew Falk, who is known for doing, uh, you know, heavier stuff and is an absolute gun producer. But how was it working with him and, and what did he bring out in you guys, being that from his background? Uh, yeah, so we we did our due diligence on this one, man. We actually, like... We, I mean, no one knew the pandemic was going to happen, but leading up to 2020, we, I think it was literally in February, yeah. uh, it was during the onset of COVID. I remember Evan was talking about COVID a lot, like, hey, like this is the thing that's happening and it could get really bad. So during February, we actually spent two weeks out there working with different producers for like one or two days to kind of catch a vibe. And out of like six people, he just kind of shined the brightest. Um, like you said, he does a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah. And... He said something to us that that made a lot of sense. He said that bands in your position typically think they need to, you know, go poppier. They need to make practically pop rock songs, maybe even just pop songs with with a a dash of punk. And then that's why you see so many bands that make those like big pop rock records fall flat on their face because like it doesn't push the needle far enough for anybody. It doesn't get you new fans and it pissed off all the fans you had. So he just said, you need to make your songs more energetic he's like i loved your first album I, that that used to be my my running album i would wow. put it on and do it front to back and, I, and we were shocked because we yeah. never even talked to this dude before and he's like yeah dude i love the finer things and i think that you guys have kind of lost some of that energy. edge that that aggression that energy so 
when he kind of was like pretty straight up with us, we respond pretty well to people being direct. And there's there's a lot of fucking yes men out there in LA. Mm, like yeah. like, oh yeah, bro, whatever you want, dude, you'll make the sickest record, bro. It's like, yeah, I fucking bet you think that. So like when he was just like, yo, this is what I see for you, and we were all kind of like, yeah, actually, I think you're right. And then we, we wound up writing three songs with them, uh, two of which made the record, which is Here to Stay and Out of My Head. We were like, this dude's the real deal. He's got a really cool vibe. He just feels like our friend. Like, yeah. we've worked with some writers who, like, they either feel like our dad or our really lame uncle, you know? Like, <laughs> he just felt like our friend and, like, the vibe was cool and he wasn't, like outwardly nerdy or like lame i guess i don't know the whole thing just felt really cool yeah he he for me the one thing that he focused on that i absolutely loved was uh the energy and how how each demo made him feel uh we went in with like 25 ish songs and we sat down the first few days and just like listened through each and he's like oh this one makes me feel something and let's go off of that so it was much more than just like, oh, this is a cool song. He's like, I want every song to like hit me in a way where it makes me feel some sort of emotion, whatever that is, whether it's a high energy or whether it's a ballad. He was really focused on making even the instrumentals before we had the lyrics down and the melodies that the, the, the music itself was hitting him in a way. And I really respected that about him. And I think that's why we picked a, a, such a great set list or, or a, you know, arrangement of how the record's supposed to be. And uh, yeah, I, I could not be happier with working, working with Drew Falk. He was absolutely incredible. So what happened with all, all those other songs? Are they in the vault or, or are we going to get like a Kings of the New Age part two, Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> What's... Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, you know what? A lot of them are just a chorus idea with a fleshed out instrumental. And if I'm being honest, me and Evan can shit out instrumentals in our sleep, which is not <laughs> We can really just, like, write songs. The, the real magic comes in with, like, finishing the product. So yeah. there's just a ton of rough stuff with, like, a chorus, maybe a verse. Maybe, like, a, we have ones with that, that just have scattered melodies on them where it's just, like, a melody and no actual words. It was actually Just Sound that we had. Oh, yeah, Just, just Sound was a, a whole... <laughs> yeah, it was a whole scattered out version that we, like, put lyrics to, but... Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's hard to say. I, I know that me and Evan will go back through and probably pick stuff out. I know Ryan likes to start fresh, so who knows, man? I might just repackage something and not tell Ryan so he doesn't, like, nuke it, thinking it's old. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely some moments on some demos that I'm like, this could turn into something really cool, and I think it's nice. We generally go for fresher ideas when we start new records, but it's also yeah. kind of nice to see where you've been. Uh but nothing there like uh, none of these would be worth hearing because they're not actual songs they're just just ideas written down pretty much they're little nuggets little nuggets of a little song riff nuggets exactly <laughs> i want nuggets now shit haven't had yeah, much man. go over to max bro mcdougals um yeah <laughs> but i mean and, uh... You've toured with with heaps of different bands over the years, and, and been on festivals with various lineups and, and genres and things like that. But have you found that there are some bands that, even despite your musical differences, that you've sort of become mates through those experiences? Yeah, there's one that's definitely popping into our mind right now, and a band we could sound nothing like at all is the band Issues. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they're definitely some of our like really good friends but i know that it's like a it's like a level up for evan you know uh sure. 
you 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 and Josh are like BFFs. Like, weren't you in each other's weddings or something? Or yeah, like you were in his wedding. I mean, it, it. That's what I loved about the Warped Tour world is because you would play with bands that you would never get a chance to even meet. So, state champs slash issues. Even though we have toured together outside of Warped Tour, it's not a likely duo, but it works really well. We respect them as musicians, and they write great songs and. No, they're not really active right now. Or uh, Chelsea Grin is another one that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. They were really nice to us, and, and Pablo was uh, one of my good friends. I don't think Pablo plays with them anymore, but it, there's a lot of unlikely duos that we've toured with that are, you know, that we've become really close friends with. And who would you want to tour with that you haven't yet? Hmm. I mean, typically we say something like Blink 182. Paramore, but I don't really know at this rate how likely those things are to happen. It would be a dream, but yeah, it's those those tours would be hard hard to get. <laughs> it's just tough, you know. Uh, I mean, people people don't like MGK, but I would like to be on an MGK tour. I don't really have an opinion about him, but I do have an opinion about playing music in front of tens of thousands of people who like guitar music. You know. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I, I tour with MGK for me would be great. I think uh, I think he's made some great pop punk records and uh, brought light to this scene, uh, which I think is really special. Uh, so an MGK tour would be great. I find I know, that man. really interesting, you guys saying that, because I know, especially on the, the heavier side of the fence, you know, even the, the fringes of pop punk and stuff, there's a lot of people that are very protective of their genre. You know, and they're as bad as our Star Wars fans. <laughs> but um, you know what I mean? So, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Do you, do you just tell them to shut the fuck up and join in? Or what, how, do you, how do you guys? I mean, I don't know, man. I'm pretty transparent with, with people. Like, I don't, I don't go post online all the time. That's like a whole fucking different thing. When you're arguing with people on the internet, you are not even close to winning the war bro yeah. the internet like half half the people you're arguing with aren't going to the shows anyway and are just trying to make a fool out of you and like you know regardless of like what you feel they just need to be right so that removed like let, let let's say one of our like diehard fans approached me and was like why is it that you want to tour with mgk because i think that he has hijacked the genre and I'm I'm bothered by it because he's so totally not pop punk and you so totally are. And I would be like, okay, that's fair. Like, I see where you're coming from. But two things. One, don't you want to share this band, State Champs, that you love with more people? Mm. Like, isn't that a really cool idea that we get to build out a community that's all inclusive and that, and that doesn't judge or exclude people just because they might like an, an artist that you don't? That's a really valid and hard-hitting point, I like to think. Because yeah. everyone sits here and they preach this inclusivity and they, they preach about, like, not gatekeeping and everything. And then suddenly it's like, but you can't fucking like this band because I do. And it's like, well, <laughs> actually I can. And then the other thing is, like, do we not deserve to bring our music to a bigger stage? Do we not deserve to increase the value of our livelihood? You know, like you like this band does that mean you respect us on a personal level and want us to succeed on a personal level like i'm, I'm pretty upfront about that with people like mm. they don't realize that taking those bigger tours 
playing guitar music in front of fans that are predisposed to liking it that will not find out about us any other way like they're like the normie fan the casual fan they're hard as fuck to reach yeah and once you get the opportunity to reach them you have to take it yeah and and i also think the fact that one of the biggest rappers slash pop stars once they decide hey this this whole little scene is cool and i want to be a part of it and really shining the light on our our little slice of the music industry you know like i think that's such a cool thing because MGK could be making whatever the hell music he wants and people are going to listen to it. It's going to be great. The fact that he wanted to play pop punk and make a great pop punk record and, you know, pay attention to bands in our scene. I think that's really um, I know a lot of people, it's a you know, hot thing. People want to keep it to be this like really cool niche thing. But, you know, our our goal is to be the biggest band in the world. That's that's what I would love. Whether we get there, who knows? But playing with artists like MGK that shine light on our scene I think that's really cool and you know what like having guitar on the radio like having real drums back on the radio that is so fucking cool and uh, I, I didn't know it was ever going to trend that way again I thought that was going to be the opposite so the fact that he made a pop punk record and gave a shit about our scene I think is really cool in yeah, my opinion 100% agree 100% agree well, uh, boys, it's been awesome hanging out with you on the show today. Of course, uh, the new State Champs album, Kings of the New Age, is out now everywhere. Uh, go get it, everyone, and get your tickets now for the tour. It's only like a month away. We'll keep the beers nice and cold for you, lads. So uh, thank Let's you. It, Can't wait to get there. Just don't make me drink it out of a shoe. <laughs> oh, mate. Wow. Hopefully, Shoey. Never know. Cold, right, Shoey? Shoey. All right, brother. We'll see you thank soon. You. See you soon. See you, boys. Thank you. Yes, sir. Take care.